0: Episode 23. Oh, 22. 22, 22. Yeah, 22. It's episode 2 times
1: 11. 22. See, I got I it right started. here. It's episode 22, and I know because I just checked the Maroon out on Spotify. Welcome back to the Maroon Weekly, episode 22, for fourth week of Fall Quarter. As always, I'm Quinn. I'm Austin. I'm Miles. I'm Isaac. This week we have... Some exciting stories, so we're just going to get right down to it. This Thursday, graduate students organized a walkout for the one-year anniversary of their vote to unionize. This is a motion that the university is still yet to recognize. The demonstrators walked out at 1103, symbolizing the 1,103 votes in favor of the union.
0: So, Quinn, about how many graduate students participated in the walkout?
1: There were about 350 people there organizing just outside of Levy Hall. um, And from reports of people who were there, uh, the crowd actually spilled out onto the street.
0: It's important to note that the evening before the walkout, Dean Boyer sent an email to graduate students regarding the event.
1: That's right. He was basically urging them not to participate in the walkout. He said that it was sort of an abdication of their responsibility to teach to students if they walked out, saying, quote, teaching represents an important responsibility to the students you teach, a responsibility that is compromised by walking out on your students, end quote. But still, as we saw, a lot of graduate students participated in the walkout uh, despite these warnings. The next story that we're going to cover is the Clinton Global Initiative that happened this weekend. Austin, what's going on with that?
0: So the Clinton Global Initiative University is a program. This is now their 11th annual event, and it brings together students from all across the world. In this event, particularly 1,000 students, um, 150 with associated with the University of Chicago.
1: Who... I know it's the Clinton Global Initiative, who's here University, to speak. Clinton Global Initiative. Okay, who, who of the Clintons was here for this event?
0: Uh, Chelsea, Bill, and Hillary all spoke at various points during the event.
1: Um, Isaac, do you know what they were talking about while they were here?
0: Yeah, so the mission
2: of CGI was to engage next generation of leaders on college campuses, so they've been touring all around the United States engaging their beliefs with participants that are selected through a competitive application process. All of these students gathered in Ratner Athletic Center on Friday to hear the Clintons speak, and Chelsea Clinton was the first speaker to address Friday's crowd. She said that you all have one big thing in common, and that's a desire to make the world a better place. You all refuse to accept the status quo. Afterwards, her speech was followed by Bill Clinton. He denounced the increasing ubiquity of separatism and tribalism, and instead advocated for inclusive tribalism.
1: The next story that we're going to cover is the car accident that happened at Hyde Park Produce this weekend. Austin, you were actually there when it happened. Is that right?
0: Yeah. So I was at the strip mall. I was um, like halfway in between Kimbark and uh, Hyde Park Produce on the phone with a friend and I hear the car ramp the curb and I look around just to see it crash into Hyde Park Produce. Um, The bystanders around, we all kind of immediately rushed the scene.
1: It went like through the front Glass, like window thing, right?
0: Yeah, so it was right where the checkout is. It didn't go through the front doors, but right all the glass where the checkout was, it burst through there, knocked down the wall, all the glass, glass everywhere, stuff everywhere.
1: So, could you tell who was driving what what was going on?
0: Yeah, so the couple of us that were like directly surrounding it on the outside, we all like ran up. Um, There was an elderly woman who was driving. Her airbags didn't deploy because she wasn't going fast enough, I'm assuming. Um, And so we kind of like started to help her get out of the car. She was fine. She was like able to get out pretty much by herself.
1: But Could you see what was, like, going on inside of the store?
0: No, so the car was kind of blocking everything that was going on the other side of the store. We could just see everybody, like, lining up and people, like, yelling to get the car in reverse. So we don't know if someone was partially, like, stuck under the car. Um, And we tried to, she tried to start the car, the woman did, and it wasn't starting. So we tried to pull it back a little bit, um, and nothing really happened. Uh, I couldn't really tell what was happening on the other side, besides the fact that people wanted us to reverse the car, and there was, someone was screaming.
1: Did they eventually get help? Yeah, so as soon as we got the
0: woman out of the car, uh, I and another person called 911. They got there pretty fast. Um, The paramedics did, by the time I was leaving, the paramedics had carted away one man um, who was not moving at the time when I saw him. And now I understand that he is currently, or at least as of last night, was in critical condition
1: at UC Medical Center.
2: Next, we will discuss the passing of physicist Leon Leiterman, Professor Emeritus at UChicago and a Nobel Laureate. Professor Leiterman passed away on October 3rd from complications caused by dementia. His professional career spanned over 60 years, starting with his education received at the University of Columbia. His PhD in physics led him to become the director at the Fermi National Accelerator Laboratory, also known as Fermilab. After retiring from Fermilab and retiring as a professor at Columbia University, Professor Lederman then moved on to be a professor at the University of Chicago. Aside from the Nobel Prize, Lederman received many accolades, such as election to the National Academy of Sciences in 1965, the National Medal of Science in 1965, an honorary doctorate from DePaul University in 1995, and the prestigious Vannevar Bush Award in 2012 from the National Science Board. Laterman is survived by his wife and three children.
1: Hey Miles, what's up? Hey Isaac. What? Did you know that the Maroon is now on Spotify? <laughs> I did. I remember tweeting about it. Is yeah, that right. Yeah. So now you can listen to your favorite podcast, the Maroon, the Chicago Maroon. The Maroon Weekly. <laughs> That's the name <laughs> of our podcast. Yeah, but I think we're the Chicago Maroon on Spotify. So if you're looking for us, search the Chicago Maroon, and give us a listen please follow us We're <laughs> please
0: time for this week's sports corner this past week women's volleyball beat augustana in five sets to bring their total number of wins up to 25 maroons football beat beloit 63 to 0 in a shutout women's soccer won 4-0 versus illinois Tuck, and men's soccer lost 1-0 to to carthage As well, looking forward, the preseason's ranking came out for D3 swim and dive teams, and University of Chicago's men's and women's swim and dive teams are ranked 9th and 11th respectively. That's all for this week of the Maroon Weekly. Thank you guys so much for listening, and follow us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts. As always, I'm Austin.
1: I'm Quinn. I'm Isaac. I'm Miles. Our music is produced in part by Andrew Dietz. Aaron Senden. and Kenny Talbot, La Vega. Thank you to Ben Kent and the entire Logan Cage staff for allowing us to use the audio recording equipment. That's it for episode 22. See you next week.